I've seen a few comments pertaining to the black tarry turtles and over the garden wall. I've sat with it for a long time now, and after my last screening of the miniseries, I think I have a line of logic that I like. Please, before you continue with this video, watch the other parts of my over the garden wall theory first. I have a whole playlist that will show you all of the episodes in order, and then you won't be in the comments saying, I don't understand why you said blank when you didn't explain it. Well, that's because it's in a different video! Now, I try to stay away from watching other people's theories if it's something I know I'm going to work on or might work on, but someone shared with me that there is a theory that the woodsman's daughter was the beast. She was just possessed by one of those black turtles. Okay, I see what they were going for there because the dog was transformed by one of the turtles, but I have some issues with that fully working out. To me, that theory would suggest that the turtles are what the beast really is. And the turtles would thereby just go out and create a new beast for every person that they took over. If that were the case, that would be how the beast would stay alive. The Adelwood trees wouldn't be very significant. I mean, if the turtles could create the beast, meaning the turtles were the true basic form of the beast then the smartest plan of action would be to collect humans so the turtle could jump from body to body instead. Or, since there are a ton of turtles in the series, why not just turn themselves into a dozen different beasts? All the extra effort of turning humans into Adelwood trees to use for oil just doesn't work in that scenario. We also know that the dog turns into a monster-like creature with similar eyes after he ingests a turtle. But the dog really doesn't have an evil agenda. It's just a wild, hungry, dangerous animal. And the dog didn't have his own lantern, so how was he staying alive if he were truly on par with the beast? Side note, I know the dog spit up the turtle and changed back to normal, but are we sure the dog wasn't just hiding in a shallow part of the water so that the black demon creature didn't pick up its scent? I mean, look at the actual mill's setup. After the dog puked out the turtle, he still should have been crushed to death between the rock and the turning mill. And we definitely hear an awful noise that suggests whatever that thing was didn't get loose at the last second. And after he expelled the turtle from his body, he turned right back into a dog, right? So, uh, yeah, that dog would have been dead, or at least completely deformed after that. Whatever that creature was, it also seems to me that it should have been shoved into the stream going the other direction from where Greg came out with the dog. Maybe the monster was killed and then the dog came out of hiding from behind the big rock when he saw Greg. I doubt Greg was observant enough to pay attention, so he could have easily connected dots that weren't there. Aw, Greg would make a great theorist. It is the turtle Greg places a piece of candy on minutes before that animal appears, so something ate that turtle. I'm just not completely confident that it was the same dog we see at the end. Aside from the dog, even Auntie Whispers flat out eats the turtles, and other than having a really gross mouth, she doesn't seem to have the same side effects that the dog had, assuming that the other thing was the dog at all. If the turtles had the power to become the beast or other demons, then why aren't they more aggressive? Wirt and Greg sat in a basket full of them, and the turtles paid them no mind. See, the turtle makes the beast theory just creates more questions than answers for me personally, 
but A for effort in the creativity department. All right, I'm going to take a crack at this myself, looking at as many different clues as I can find that pertain to the turtles. We see Auntie Whispers actually eats a turtle and spits out the shell in episode 7. Huh, does that mean that the shell is the part that causes the demonic troubles? I wonder. Almost like eating the wrong part of a blowfish. In episode 3, I think it's the raccoon boy that picks up a turtle and tosses it into the lake. It's possible that that's the same turtle that the man-like fish pulls out of the lake at the end of episode 10, which would prove that the boys traveled in a circle like I show in another theory. Then, in episode 1, Greg also comes in contact with a turtle when he sticks that blue candy piece on its back. And, as mentioned before, in episode 7, Greg and Wirt are surrounded by turtles and nothing happens. The turtles aren't actively bothering anyone, they're just very passive, like chickens, cows, or any other type of common livestock. And if we look at the turtles, their composition bears a striking resemblance to the oil from the Edelwood trees. They appear to be made out of the same stuff. So where do they come from? Well, if we look at the Edelwood trees, we can piece together that the trees are parasitic and they produce the oil out of negative emotions. We see the oil forming on Greg while he's slowly turning into a tree, but later there's no cut or damage to that area of his body, so we can confirm that the oil isn't made from any part of Greg. Instead, it comes about through the process of becoming a tree, so it's synthesized when detecting the chemicals involved with fear or despair or something like that. Some negative emotion that causes the tree to be attracted and sprout near you, or rather on top of you. Okay, so what does that have to do with the black turtles? Well, notice that we see mounds of them, several big baskets worth at Lorna's home. And what do we know about the inhabitants in that region? Well, Adelaide makes mention that she is a servant of the beast, and Auntie Whispers seems like she could be in the same boat. We also know that Lorna is possessed by a demon that consumes people if they are unfortunate enough to cross her path at the wrong time. She actually has a huge collection of bones to prove that this is quite a regular occurrence. I mean, geez, no wonder Adelaide has to go through so much trouble to get servants. Lorna probably ate all the locals. But if turning into an Edelwood tree produces black oil, then who's to say that other deaths in the unknown wouldn't have similar effects? I mean, we know that Lorna eats her victims, but we don't know how she goes about this or how long it takes her. So with how quickly Edelwood trees can grow... I imagine that Lorna's victims somehow end up synthesizing some black oil substances of their own. We also see that this area of the unknown is ripe with magic and enchanted items. So would it be difficult for Auntie Whispers, someone who seems to be a witch, to turn oil into turtles? It seems silly to do that, but consider that Edelwood oil would be smelly, hard to store, and heavy to transport. So maybe making little creatures is a better way to store the oil. Now, we don't exactly know how Adelaide serves the beast, but we can guess that Auntie Whispers is providing the beast with turtles. The turtles could be like a snack for the beast. They could be an alternative fuel source for the lantern. (laughs) Just pop in a turtle and the lantern burns for hours. Or, since the turtles are already fallen souls... 
maybe the turtles are able to spread out, eventually collapse, and turn into Adelwood trees as if they're seed bombs. And that's why they're wandering around all over the series. I'm not completely certain, but I feel like one of those three options is a better fit for the turtles. Thanks for watching, and I hope you enjoyed enough to like, subscribe, and share this video. I've also got a lot of other videos on my channel that you are fully encouraged to go check out. Plus, you can find me on Facebook at Say Halo Goodbye, which is my gamer tag, or Twitter at the underscore fanily.